Hello. Discover the answer to life's most perplexing questions. Gain insight for your journey and discover how to use your pain to launch your purpose as you listen to Beauty for Ashes, a podcast with Adrian Mayfield. Hey guys, so I just wanted to pop on and share about the encounter. That was an event that I hosted here in Atlanta, September 2019, which was actually last week. But for people who are listening to this later next year or even 10 years from now, they won't know what I'm referring to. So it's an event that I hosted here in the encounter called The Encounter. And it was an event that I basically received an impression from the Holy Spirit about a couple of months ago. And he told me that he wanted me to have this event. And I, of course, did the Moses thing and said, who, me? No, not me. I can't do it. And I started giving all these excuses. And so for about a week, I didn't hear anything else. And then the following week, I started to hear the expression, the impression again during worship that, hey, this I'm serious about this. This is what I want you to do. And so um, I started doing it. Started gathering the team, getting the people together, seeking him for wisdom, building a prayer team, had people praying for me in the Netherlands, in Nigeria, in South Africa, in Kenya, all over the world. I had asked people to pray for the encounter, pray for wisdom, direction, and I sought the Holy Spirit as my chief strategist. And so he get, told me the people to ask people to build the team. Surprisingly, some of them said, you know, they couldn't do it. And so then I had to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, did I hear from you? Did I not hear from you? But enough people, you know, just a few people said they had different, you know, reasons why they couldn't. And so I built the team and we started to work together and do the things that we needed to do. And um, so everything started getting together and as we were preparing for it. And one of the real highlights of it was that the opportunity, I had about 500 flyers printed and I actually personally handed out about 450 of those. And so every time I would go to the mall or to the hairdresser or to Walmart or to a restaurant, I would pass them out to people and engage with them. If I went to a church service, I would pass them out at the church service. If I went to a conference, I'd pass them out there. And my goal was to target as many people who did not know Jesus and people who needed a deeper walk or deeper revelation of the Father to come. And so I really did a hard push for unbelievers and unchurched people. And um, I just reached out to people and engaged with them. And met, I met so many interesting people over the course of preparation for the encounter. I was able to share the love of Jesus prophesy to some people, pray for people, believe God, stand in agreement with people for miracles, for people being delivered, family members being delivered and healed, set free from jail. I mean, just a plethora of different things, issues and things that I was able to pray and just meet people and engage with them. Because I didn't make it just about my event, but I made it about God is reaching for you. He cares about you. And I just want to meet you and know you. You have value and you matter. And so, um, the event, as I said, was this weekend, and it was a tremendous success. A couple of days before the event, I, well, actually a couple of weeks ago, to be honest, I had heard the Holy Spirit, you know, telling me He wanted me to invite some women from Recovery House, and I and I was supposed to go by, and I had so many other details and things I was trying to bring together that I didn't do it. So a couple of days before the event actually happened, I kept feeling this strong like 
I need you to do this. So I went there and met with the director. And she said, you know, why'd you wait so late? It's really cutting it close, but we'll see what we can do. I said, well, you know, if you can sing, bring any of the ladies, it would be really great. And so they did bring several ladies. I think they brought two van, two vans fulls. And so van fulls. And so as I was teaching, I saw some of them start coming in and they were walking in a straight line. And as I saw them walking in, I could feel like this sense of that's what I was called to do. I was called together to bring people, to teach them and show them about Jesus and let them know that Jesus loves them and he has a purpose and plan for their life. And so it was just really powerful. We had a power, some powerful intercessors and prayer warriors that opened up the service. It was followed by an amazing worship set by um, a really, the worship team was powerful. It was amazing. And then I delivered a short teaching called The Prosperous Soul, where I talked about how we often miss the soul and its importance and the healing and restoration of the soul. We talk a lot in church about salvation and the cross and Jesus Christ. And of course, we need to teach about the cross. We need to teach about the blood of Jesus because without the blood of Jesus, there is no remission. There is no payment for sin. Without Jesus Christ, there is no reconciliation back to the Father. There is no knowing him as Father without Jesus Christ. But once I accept Jesus Christ and I'm saved, I don't immediately go live in heaven. I'm still here on earth dealing with the things that have happened in my life before Jesus Christ. We all have stories. We all have past. We have different traumas and we have things that, have, that we've done, which are sin and things that have been done to us. We've been sinned against. And all of those things can create a damaged soul, wounds in our soul. And in uh, John, third John, it talks about, it says, beloved, I prosper that you be in good health, even as your soul prospers. And so that's telling us that if our soul's not prospering, our health's not going to prosper. We won't, we can't prosper. We can never live as healthily as we should. We can never live the abundant life that Jesus died to give us if we don't have a prosperous soul. And so Jesus died for us to have a prosperous soul. His blood was shed for his prosperous, for us to have an opportunity for our soul to prosper. And he was resurrected from the dead, which is, shows the power of the Holy Spirit that we have to overcome anything that we face. But we've got to do a better job of dealing with soul and soul issues and traumas and things that have happened in people's lives. Because it's one thing to be saved and receive salvation, but it's another thing to be sanctified and be whole in your soul. And people who, who have damaged souls make bad decisions. They stay in cycles, even though they verifiably may love Jesus. You've get, we've got to focus more on helping people get whole in their souls. So that's what I taught about. I taught about the prosperous soul. And then we had, um, I had an altar call. So there were about 40 women or so who came, a couple of van loads, I think. And I did an altar call and there were probably 20 to 25 women who came forward for Jesus. And I laid hands on each one, prayed with them, listened to them. Some of them shared stories with me. And it was just amazing time. Amazing, amazing, powerful time. Holy Spirit moved. People were healed, set free, delivered, and it was a powerful, powerful time. Very, um, very Jesus Christ cross and the work of the Holy Spirit centered. The truth of the gospel presented and people came and their hearts responded and people were saved and delivered. 
And afterwards, we had communion. And so for those individuals who had just received Jesus Christ, that was their first opportunity to have communion with their family. We welcomed them into the family of God. We had communion. And then we ended the service. The first 30 people who came to service had gotten um, the opportunity, if they wanted to, to receive prophecy. And so after the service concluded, there were people, we had prophecy teams who ministered the word of the Lord to the first 30 people there. And people were coming to the lobby with their eyes open, looking like deers in headlights, just speechless as God, as to God's thoughts over them and then and the revelation that God does indeed have a plan for their life. So all in all, as I've said, and I'm sure you've gathered, the encounter was a tremendous success. I'm super, super grateful just to have been entrusted with this opportunity that God would favor me in such a way that he would provide an opportunity for me to bring believers together from different walks of life, non-denominational, non-generational, um, and to bring the races together. It's kind of funny that when I was passing out the flyers, people would say, are you sure this is a church flyer? And I say, yeah, why? And several people said, because they're black and white people on here. Black and white people don't do this together. And so it really was sad that, that people would say that. It speaks to something that I spoke about on another podcast called The Most Segregated Day of the Week, just how segregated and separate we are. But I'm believing, God, that that's going to change and that the encounter planted a seed in that transition and that change actually taking place. So I'm just, again, really grateful to God, grateful to the team, all those people who lended their gifts and talents just to make this possible. Grateful for the souls that were won for Jesus Christ. The Bible says he who wins souls is wise. So I'm just grateful to God to have been entrusted with the encounter. And I look forward to what he wants to do in the future. I wanted to share that with you because I've talked about it so much and I wanted to just share with you just the amazing work that God has done and the miraculous change that took place in the lives of people. So it just goes to show you that when you are obedient and you say yes and you honor what God has asked you to do, God takes care of all the details. God showed up in a miraculous way and did more than I could ever have imagined and I'm grateful for the souls that were one. I'm grateful for the shift in the body to bring everyone together. And I'm grateful to have been a part in just helping to execute that move. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace, your mercy. We thank you for your wisdom. We pray now that you will give us all the strength and courage to say yes to you, to the callings that you place on our lives. We know that every person has a purpose and you have a plan for their lives. May those purposes and plans be birthed out through all that you have for us. We thank you that we were formed before the foundation of the world and created for a purpose by you. May the revelation of that purpose be unleashed and may all that you called us to be be made manifest in the earth. I call forth now witty inventions, revelation, and the spirit of counsel that will meet with your people and reveal to them next steps that they may live out and be all that you call them to be in Jesus' name. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Beauty for Ashes podcast. 
Before you go, subscribe and leave a message with your pressing question or comment. Be sure to tell all your friends and tune in next week for another episode.